0: we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, soon-to-be millionaire author. I am so glad that you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Author Revolution Podcast. So I hope you've had a great week. I myself have been thinking an awful lot about the direction of Author Revolution and what it is I feel called to do here, you know, with this platform, with my teachings, and overall, I guess, how I want to see the indie author community rise up. Now I'm recording this on 2 22 thousand and twenty two, <laughs> so it's the two 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 lots of twos portal, <laughs> or at least that's what the manifestation groups and the you know the magic groups are talking about a lot. So it's an interesting day to be thinking about, you know, where it is I want to go, what it is I want to do, and how I want to be able to help you guys to become the best community possible to become the best indie author you can possibly be and really ultimately kind of step into your future self and the role that you should be playing in this world. I really I have a dream, I guess, where indie authors are paid super well for their creative endeavors. And I I will not stop until I've cracked the code to making that happen, and I feel like I'm super close. So, in my experience, it really comes down to a few factors. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know it. Most of these are, right? So number 1 is writing a series to market, meaning it's on trend, it's on point. You know that you're hitting the the reader expectations and, you know, all of those things are in alignment, right? It's also number 2, having a big backlist. So even if you want to write your own thing and you don't want to follow the trends, eventually something in your backlist is going to help you out, right? Or number three, having a shit ton of money to advertise your books. And obviously the first two require mostly just time, either in the form of research, like knowing what's trending, you know, you need to be able to read a lot, or you need to be able to research quite a bit to know what those things are, or time by cultivating a big backlist of books, because that takes time too, right? And then knowing when those books are on trend, because eventually they will be, and then you can leverage those as they come about. The third one though, now that one's tricky for us. We don't all come from money. In fact, I'd wager a lot of us creative types, a lot of us indie author types, we're not terribly good at building wealth or keeping wealth or even having it to begin with. So this comes down to mostly societal pressures and norms. And often we have these jobs that are not fulfilling us. And so we are finding creative ways to be able to express ourselves. So when we think of artists, at least the majority of us, writers and artists in general, we have this impression that you can't earn a living from what you do, right? It's that whole starving artist kind of mentality. And then add on top of that, the idea of spending money on ourselves, on our creative works and investing in our passions or our career kind of feels selfish to a lot of us. And well, it's hard to break into the business that we so desperately want to break into if we're not willing to invest in our careers. Because that could be, you know, the tools that you need in order to write, it could be being able to work with certain people, it could be the courses you need to take to uplevel your knowledge. All of the things that kind of really go into the business of being an indie author do require some form of money at some point. So, today I want to know What are your thoughts when it comes to money? For example, do you ever find yourself saying, there's never enough, or I can't afford an editor, a cover designer, a course to help me with marketing, a coach, etc., whatever it is, you know, insert your thing here, or my other books didn't do so well, so why bother spending more money on this one? Or do you ever feel like when things start going well, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop? I know I've felt like that at times where it's like something really great will come in. And then the first thought behind it is, well, what if it doesn't work out? What if they request a refund? What if the book doesn't go so well and they give me a bad review? There's always that like weird niggling thought in the background, right? Do you ever have those thoughts too? Now, if any of those sound like you, you're not alone. In fact, so many of us struggle with our worthiness, whether it is in our books or in accepting money from our works. I'd love to know how many of you are actually pricing your full-length books below $3.99 right now because I bet you there's an awful lot of you. I know because I was you. Now part of it was that I didn't feel I was worthy to charge more. I thought no one was going to buy my books if I charged what I thought they were worth. I was worried about making no money at all, so I was willing to accept the little amount that I did get because I thought, you know, some money was better than no money, all while obviously hoping for more, (laughs) because that's always helpful, right? We have bills to pay still too. Now, I'll be honest, there was always this part of me who also wanted to support those who were in circumstances like my own, who loved to read, but they couldn't afford a lot. And so I was helping them by keeping my prices low. But in the end, That really just made it hard to turn a profit, and it made it hard for me as an indie author, as someone who has a business to run. There were many months where I was in the hole with my author business, and I couldn't understand why. I knew my books were good. I knew the readers were happy with my writing. So why was I not earning what I thought I should be earning, or what others in my genre quite frankly were earning? Well, as it turned out, I don't think I was showing up for myself the way that they were. Now, hear me out. The more I'm in this business, the more I truly believe that our inner belief about money and our own inner worth is what either propels us forward or holds us back. As someone who loves the metaphysical combined with science, I understand how energy makes up everything, right? We emit energy, we receive energy, and it's this big cycle that goes around and around. So if we're energetic beings functioning in a world of vibration, How can we change our frequency to be in alignment with what it is we really want? I.e., more money, right? At least that's where my thought process is right now. Now, you guys, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that I've been really interested in this concept and kind of diving into the inner workings of, you know, money mentalities and to figure out a good way to be able to get the right mindset that allows me to be in alignment with more money. That allows me to do the things that I know in my heart I am meant to do. Like, there are things that I know I am meant to do in this world, and they require money. Like, I, I envision some really awesome things for authors that I am meant to do in the future. Like, we're talking big events and we're talking about really cool things, but I can't do those things unless the money comes. So, our first step is to want what it is we want and know that we are worthy and deserving of it. One of the things that was really cool about reading um, Amanda Francis's book, Rich as Fuck, was that she talked about something in a way that I had never really thought about it like this before. She said that your desires are divine guidance from within you, and now you could call it God, the universe, or simply your DNA is programming, whatever it is, I really don't care. But that those divine urges those desires that you have in the back of your mind those things that you're you're trying to maybe hide from yourself or not even admit to yourself that you really do want they're there for a purpose they are there for a reason and you're meant to act on them and it's not bad of you it's not selfish of you it's a part of who you are and denying that is what's actually causing a lot of havoc in your energy field so all i really care about then is that you know That you're worthy of having whatever it is you want. Now, hear that again. You are worthy of having whatever it is you want. Now, if that means a millionaire author career, then it's your job to go after it. It's your job to know that you can and will make that happen. It's your job to hold the space for that whole thing to open up by following the inspired action that kind of crops up in your brain or in your heart until it has no choice. But to show up in your life. So how do you do that, though? How, it sounds easy. It sounds cool, right? But How do you do that? Well, it's by noticing and resolving the resistance you have in yourself to getting the thing you really want. So let's say it's that millionaire author career. What are the first things that come up when you think that? Well, it's great, but it won't happen this year. Or it's great, but I have no idea how it's great, but you know, writers never make that happen. It's great, but it's always there's always this but in there, or there's always this little niggling thing of, I would love that, but I'm not sure it's possible. And it's that little part that I'm not sure it's possible. That's keeping you stuck. So you might have programming from your life, from your childhood, or even recent years that are in direct conflict with the thing it is that you want. And I know for me, A big one of of this is the resistance to knowing that I am supported and that it's okay to get what I want. Now, when I was a kid, my dad's favorite saying was, It's okay to want things. (laughs) And while that sounds good on paper, what he actually meant was, Good luck, kid, uh, want away, but you're not gonna get it, you know, and very often I didn't. So those sayings, there's probably many of other sayings that you've heard in your life. It's okay to want things you know, you're just not going to get it. And maybe you didn't get the thing that you wanted very often. And so if you want something this monumental, this huge, like being a millionaire author, there is going to be some programming in your mind that is going to be in direct conflict to getting the thing. And so until you face that, until you look at it for what it is, which is just a limiting belief, you can't move past it. For me, in addition to that, when I really needed people the most, and maybe you're going to relate to this, So during my divorce a decade ago, the people who I thought I could rely on, they really turned their backs on me. And that was my closest friend who at the time, she broke off her friendship because she just couldn't handle the stress, I guess, of the divorce. She was friends with both of us. And even though she was my closest friend, it was like she just couldn't understand where I was coming from. And that just broke off our friendship. And it was a very traumatic time, I think, probably for both of us. But then in addition to that, my parents and I fell out for years. Thankfully, that relationship with my parents has resolved itself. And they've been doing such a marvelous job. I mean, honestly, they're, they've tried to repair the damage that that whole stressful time really kind of created. They're helping us financially support the child custody change with my kids. And it's really been interesting to see that evolution. Because they are really trying to do what's right now. They're really trying to see things differently. And they, they have seen things for what they were, even in the beginning. But I'm not going to lie. I felt damn near dropped into the depths of hell by everyone and my support system, because it was really damaged by that. And in turn, it shook my confidence in what I believed I could do, or what I was capable of bringing into this world manifestation-wise. I'd always been someone who could manifest things very easily. Like I if I wanted to, you know, move a house, I could do it. If I wanted to sell a house, I could do it. If I wanted to get dogs, I could do it. Wh- whatever. It was never a problem for me. But after the divorce, it was like this guilt about breaking up my family and all of the stuff with my, my friends and my family. It was really truly a recipe for unworthiness. I mean, who was I then to want to be happy? Who was I to choose love over the familiar? Who was I to expect love and still have money? You see where I'm going here? So I ended up shifting into survival mode. And that really meant shutting down all of my higher functioning and my dreams for my life. And I defaulted to those around me who could still manage it. You know what I mean? I would just kind of skirt by and coast. And it wasn't a big thing for me. It was like, whatever, man. Colin had great dreams. I'd follow him. That's fine. I was just kind of done for a bit. And it wasn't necessarily planned, but when you're attacked from all sides by people who you trusted, it's pretty much the way things go for a bit. Now, it's taken me nearly a decade to crawl my way out of that mentality and to realize I am worthy of having it all. I'm worthy of having my husband in my life with the kinds of love that people only dream of. I am worthy of a beautiful house, of having my kids with me of having enough money to support my family and the amazing things we want to do with our lives on a day-to-day basis, right? Of having overflow that I can then spill over to help others. Now, I cannot say I am 100% there. I am still a work in progress. I work on my mindset every single day. And I still have programming that I have to try to overcome. I still find limiting beliefs that screw with my energetic field and make me feel less than. But the cool thing is, I have learned to notice them now. Now I don't listen to them as much, or give them as much power when they do arise. So rather than reveling in them and getting them a drink and asking them to put their feet up and get comfortable, I just notice the thoughts instead and think, "Huh. Well, that that was kind of interesting. I wonder where that came from, or what's going on there. Or I'll try to forgive that thought, or forgive myself for feeling that way." And when I do that, it really helps me to let go of it in a way where it resolves itself a bit. Sure, they might crop up again and again and hell again, (laughs) but each time there's less emotional charge. It's like when you lose someone, in the very beginning, there's so much emotional charge, whether it be from a breakup or whether it be from death. There is so much emotional charge there. But each time you think about them, each time you do something, each time, those thoughts crop up, they're less charged and you feel more in control and you feel more able to deal with the day, you know, whatever it looks like for you. And I've begun to notice personally because I've watched my mindset for a while now, I've begun to notice that there are times when my mindset is in place and I am locked into it and I am holding the vibration of overflow and growth and People are coming to me and I am expanding, and I feel really good about talking to people and doing things, and they're going amazing. And then when I start bitching and complaining that I don't have enough, or I feel like I'm not worthy or things aren't going well, guess what? They don't. (laughs) So if your money mentality needs to rise up, here's what I want you to do. Instead of believing money is out to get you, or feeling like there's never enough, we need to work on our internal monologues. So when those thoughts arise, force yourself, at least until it becomes a habit, to think these kinds of thoughts instead. Money exists to support me. No matter how much I spend, I earn more. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. It makes me feel better when I'm having to to buy gas right now. <laughs> Money is safe with me. Money is unlimited. There are infinite ways to make more. I am a vibrational match for overflow. Listen to that word overflow. I think that's one that we indie authors really need to latch onto and start working with is overflow. Or this mindset of up and up only. Everything we do is adding up. It's all in our favor. We are doing our best and we are rising up and up only. I really like that one. Now, our goal is no longer to be available for the money mindsets that pull us down and make us feel unworthy. And the cool thing is is when you attune yourself to your emotions, when you start to realize how you're feeling and if it's not feeling good, then you know you are in discord to your alignment, right? You are in resistance. You are not in the flow state of being able to be a match for the thing it is that you want. So, if you are feeling unworthy, if you are feeling down, if you are feeling like what you do is never enough, You're not in the receiving mode or the receptive state to have the thing that you want. We have to shut that door and only accept our worth as the truth. Think of all the times when you knew you wanted something. Maybe it was a car or a house or that dog. (laughs) Your thoughts brought them to you, right? That's manifestation at work, my friend. You were a match for it because you believed it was yours. Believe in yourself to overcome now. Believe in your ability to manifest your millionaire author career. Because as soon as you know you are worthy, because you are, it has no choice but to show up for you. Now, one of the biggest things that we have to let go of, though, is how and when. I know for me, when is really hard. I'm a Virgo, guys. I'm a Virgo, and I want to know the when. (laughs) Yes, I even want to know the how. But for me, I have very little patience. I want to know it's going to be coming on Tuesday at 2 p.m. That's what I want to know. <laughs> but we have to let those things go because it comes up when we are in alignment for everything. Like we can't just well, we could. I mean, we could just manifest a million dollars out of thin air without without absolutely any kind of uh, infrastructure to make it happen. But I think most of us, in order to get really behind the energy of becoming a millionaire, especially as millionaire author, we have to have some books in our backlist, right? We have to have some stuff that really sinks into our worthiness and shows us that now we're ready. And so we need to make sure that we are working towards and continuing to take action on becoming the kind of author that is worthy of a million dollars, knowing that it is coming, knowing that it's inevitable, knowing that it will be here before we realize it. And that is our really big Goal. That is our thing that we have to grapple with. It's our thing that we have to grab onto, and it's the thing that we need to learn how to step into in order to become the millionaire that we know we are destined to become. All right, guys, that is my riff off today about money mentality and where we as indie authors really need to be. If you'd like to grab the transcript of today's podcast episode, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 121 to get the goods. You can also sign up on that page to become a patron supporter of the show over at Patreon as well. My mission for Author Revolution is truly evolving into helping my fellow indies pull out of a poverty mindset when it comes to their books and their art. The world needs us, guys. They need our creativity, our perception, our stories. They are more valuable than any of us realize, and they should and can support us in the ways we really want. It all starts with changing our mentality around money. So, my friend, go forth and start your millionaire author revolution.